0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute. the daily podcast where we analyze the movie the return of king one minute at a time
1: that was the most like pregnant pause
0: <laughs> like i know we have to
1: take a i know we have to take a room print for the room and everything but like oh my god
0: i had to take a gulp in the middle of waiting oh, oh so i, I had see. to wait longer gollum gollum <laughs> right much like our Gollumy friend i'm doing my gollumius
2: wow gollum so
0: today we're talking about Minute six. Yeah. Uh but before that, you know, uh we're joined by a guest today. Yes. Raiden from That Book Was Bonkers.
1: Yeah. Friend of the uh, show and returning Yay! guest. Uh
0: returning guest of uh last season, uh a partial guest spot. Yeah. Which was unfortunate.
2: Well, you know. Oh my god. Podcast
1: gods did not smile yeah. upon us that day.
0: No. <laughs> But today we're talking about minute six of Return of the King, which starts with uh, Smeagol saying they cursed us mm-hmm. over footage of him being I don't of know, thrown against some rocks yeah. and screaming. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, ends with Smeagol saying the softness and it just kind of gets cut off. Yes. We'll, we'll get more of that tomorrow. Yes. So this is Andy Circus as Andy Circus. Being Gollum, Mm -hmm. his first, his first transformation into the the beast that would be Gollum. The
2: beast, yep.
0: The corruption of the ring taking hold. I like the way that he's holding his neck when he makes the Gollum sound for the first time, like it hurts him to do so, like it was an involuntary noise.
1: Ew.
0: Like he's trying to get across that, like the hunch. The sounds, the way that he speaks is all caused by the evil of the ring. That's what Andy Circus talks about trying to get through in this performance.
2: Oh, like,
0: it's the, it's the addiction of the ring, the evil of the ring, that causes all these mannerisms in Gollum.
2: Yeah. Andy Circus is, all right, I'm going to, to try <laughs> so hard not to make you guys have to censor me this time. Okay. I just okay. stopped myself right there. I'm going to try really, really hard. Right? Andy Serkis is so forking good at what he does and there's a specific reason that I wanted this chunk of minutes and that is because I have a song and that song is called You Should Have Nominated Andy Serkis for an Oscar for The Two Towers but you didn't and then Peter Jackson gave you a perfectly <laughs> good excuse to do it this time and you didn't take it you coward. In the movie! In the movie! They wouldn't nominate him for The Two Towers because motion capture is still not allowed, which means that Andy Serkis Mm -hmm. is probably never going to get an Oscar because he does his best performances when he's doing mocap.
0: He's so good!
2: And then Peter Jackson, he's so good! He, like, revolutionized (laughs) the entire forking art form. He, like, practically invented it as we know it today. And you can't even take the bait when it is given to you fine. Here is precisely six minutes of Andy Serkis as himself and you could have nominated him because everybody knows that at least a third of the Oscar acting Oscars that are handed out and not an insignificant percentage of the Mm -hmm. rest of them are for something other than what is actually engraved on the statue. Everyone knows the Judy Dench's Oscar <laughs> is not really for Shakespeare in Love because come on it's for Mrs. Brown. The previous year, even Helen Hunt who won the best actress Oscar this that year was like <laughs> I saw Mrs. Brown was like that woman's going to win an Oscar so I don't know what I'm doing here. So yeah, you could have nominated Andy Circus this year. You could have Because the best supporting actor field was (laughs) impressive. But really, did we need out Baldwin in this? Not when you had this. No, we did not. No, we did not. Not when you got this. And not when you have somebody else we'll be talking about in a couple of minutes who also (laughs) carried this movie on his back somewhat literally you don't want to cry with those minutes already taken i don't really want to talk about them anyway
0: i i love the progression across this opening bit of return of the king of watching Smeagol be kind of like playfully laughing his cousin gets pulled into the water he's concerned then as soon as he sees the ring it's like a switch is flipped
2: Mm -hmm. yeah it's amazing the change in his face is so subtle Mm-hmm. And it's just like by by the time his face has finished that face journey,
0: you're oh, like you can the, say that one.
2: That one's oh, fine.
0: That that yeah, that thousand yard, <laughs> that thousand yard that stare fine? when okay. like, Deagle's oh, last breaths happen is horrifying. Dude,
1: we already talked about that last week.
0: And then it, and then. And then we lead into all of this. I know, but I wasn't
2: there. And but we're talking about as much Andy
0: as I am not a fan of the full-body prosthetic we start to get of Gollum, Andy Circus's performance, at least, especially in this first part, before he has, like, the weird big cheekbones and the and the digitally enlarged eyes for mm-hmm. those few moments, th- this part, holding his throat, mm-hmm. hunched over, screaming into the sky as he's saying they cursed us, is just... Such a wonderful bit of performance. You're right. Like we we wouldn't have the motion cap of motion capture performances that we've gotten since this movie, uh, since this. Two Towers. Without yeah. this, without yeah. Andy Serkis, mm-hmm. like it's kind of it's mind boggling to me to think that we might not have gotten those awesome right. Planet of the Apes movies. Oh my god! If not for Andy Serkis doing this,
1: he. Since, I mean, since he's so he's good at those. Not. As good as
0: he is as Gollum, yeah, like, definitely. Those not. performances in Planet of the Apes are, like, a step beyond this.
2: He should have been nominated for those for sure. Yes. Yeah. And he won't be until and unless they change. It's an academy full rules. of
0: cowards.
2: <laughs> it's an academy full of old cowards who yes. are terrified of change. I mean, I, I strongly suspect that we wouldn't have gotten. The de-aged Nick Fury and Captain Marvel, mm. without the technology, probably not. I,
0: all of that stuff, I think this was a stepping stone too.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, these movies were a lot of things, and they pushed forward the the CGI technology. Some ways that were good, some ways that were not so great. We're still working on that fire thing. Yeah, but we're getting better. We keep getting better. And I
0: mean, hey, just the the fire in this movie looks a hell of a lot better than a lot of the fire in movies before it, or in these movies in general that is digital, looks better than the digital fire in previous movies. Ooh, the 90s are a bad time for CGI. <laughs>
1: yeah. The 90s are a bad time for a lot of things, let's be real.
0: Fashion. <laughs> Who wants tearaway pants and fanny packs?
2: Fanny packs are back, man. I don't want them. <laughs> they can keep them.
0: I don't know if anyone really did in the first place. It just was a matter of convenience for bros at the gym,
1: dude. No,
2: I had a fanny pack growing up. Well, I, had I had a fanny pack. Yeah. I was eleven and didn't know any better, right?
0: Right, but like the fanny pack is supposed to be for, <laughs> for like athletes on bikes who don't have pockets.
2: Women's That's- clothes don't have pockets, my man. Yeah,
0: no, I I, I know that. <laughs> it's, it's he, it's a he crime. hears this
2: rant every week.
0: It's Trust a crime. Me. <laughs> When I was in high school, I had a pair of pants that I could put a two-liter bottle of soda in the front pocket. That's pockets. egregious.
1: Like, who needs that?
0: <laughs> and to me, that's ridiculous. They've taken all the pockets from women's clothes and just increased the size of men's <laughs> pockets by the same amount uh-huh. that they've taken away.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's absurd.
0: Because no one needs to put a two-liter bottle of soda in a pocket.
2: Man, this went off the rails real fast. Right? <laughs> Did you miss us, dear listeners? <laughs> so I missed you
0: oh <laughs> and as as much as nobody needs to put a two liter bottle of soda in their pocket, Andy Circus deserved that Oscar.
2: he deserved that Oscar, or at the very least that nomination. come on come it it on. really
0: it really is ridiculous, and considering the the eleven other awards this movie won, what's yeah. one more
2: what's one more? Come Which on, more?
0: a full dozen. Fill your fill your carton of eggs with little Oscars. It's fine.
2: <laughs> fill fill your giant pockets with Oscars.
0: Yes, <laughs> just stuff them right in there.
2: Oh, listeners, we're going to be talking about the Oscars for more of this week. So you know, I got some more things to say, right? But I'm oh stop. man, <laughs> why haven't
1: we why haven't we been introducing this 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 podcast the whole time with like academy award winning best picture
0: <laughs> right we we are covering a movie that won best picture and 10 other awards uh, this is it, this is still is this this is the movie that's won the most oscars ever at a single award ceremony isn't it i believe so with 11 in uh, one night
2: now you're making me look stupid that's
0: up. the number right it's 11
2: it is 11 it was a clean it won everything it was nominated for um,
0: that's not the only time that's ever happened. No, I'm pretty sure
2: it was the largest sweep, sweep for a film, single film in Oscar history. And it tied with Ben-Hur and Titanic is the most awarded film in Oscar history.
0: Wow. Oh, okay. So Return of the King, Titanic and Ben-Hur all have 11 Oscars. Yeah. All right. That's uh that's some, some good company to be in.
1: Yeah. That's a hell of a triple feature if you ever wanted to stay up for, like, 36 hours. I have, uh,
0: <laughs> I've never seen Ben-Hur.
1: What? What? It's,
2: it's a lot.
0: How long is that movie? It's long. Like, I know, Fourteen I know all kinds of things years. that happen in it, because scenes from that movie are put in See. everything.
2: Runtime! <laughs> 212 Brilliant. minutes. Okay. Huh.
0: That's a joke.
2: <laughs> right? we laugh in the face of
0: 212 minutes (laughs) (laughs) fellowship was almost that long
2: so we're doing ben-hur minute next oh my god no
0: (laughs) absolutely not
2: (laughs) let us rest
0: how many scenes of people just walking through the desert are in that movie
1: well just like chariot. you've seen like the chariot thing right yes okay
0: and like the guy being given water in the desert Mm -hmm. because the simpsons have parodied like half that movie (laughs) Like I'm I'm almost positive there's at least like 40 minutes of footage from different Simpsons episodes that are just parodies of scenes from Ben-Hur.
1: Oh, I believe it. I mean, The Simpsons has been on the air for like what, 30 seasons? They got to pull from something. Long?
0: Is it Wait, how long has it been on TV? I I Brian's think frowning at me I think he, the original stuff aired in like 87. The it very was first third, stuff I think on they like got the the renewed
1: for like season 30 something. The
0: what is it? The Tracy
2: Tracy Ullman Show.
0: Tracy Ullman Show. Yeah, I think the original stuff is from 87. It's older than me.
2: Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I'm not okay with that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have, there is no part of my lifespan that I can, that that I can say The Simpsons didn't exist in. They just have always existed.
1: Yeah, season 30 ended um, earlier this year
2: of 2019. Wow. Well, so that's been minute six, right? Well, okay, <laughs> before before we go too much off
1: more off the yeah, rails. Yeah, yeah, We uh, actually I, have notes. I,
0: I have a no- I have t- I have two notes about effects in this minute. Okay. One is that Andy Circus's legs were too muscly, so they digitally thinned them when they were putting the full- when they uh, were going over this uh, to put in the movie to finalize it because his legs were just too thick. To be mm. emaciated Gollum legs.
2: Somebody didn't skip leg day.
0: Right? <sighs> he spends the entire movie haunched down, yeah. crawling around like an animal. Of course his legs are jacked. <laughs> he spends all of his time just squatting. Scrambling. <laughs> scrambling over rocks and killing himself in the river almost. <laughs> like... It is amazing he didn't get washed down streams scrambling over exposed wet rocks in the river. And two, the fish he takes a big bite out of Ugh. is apparently made of gelatin.
1: That's uh, I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Well.
0: Right. It's well, not a real fish.
1: Less salmonella? Yeah, that's true.
0: You can eat raw fish if it came from a clean source.
1: I don't know. Biting mm-hmm. into a raw fish? It's not like I'm sitting down to have a plate of sushi. <laughs>
0: I mean, you can eat, you can eat raw meat in general if the source no, is clean. No,
1: I can't. Thanks. You can. Thanks, I hate it.
0: I mean, beef tartare is raw ground beef. Yeah, I know.
2: Uh-huh. And you know what? Sometimes people die from that shit. Right?
0: That's fair. That's fair. Salmonella, mad, mad cow disease, E. coli. Mm-hmm. Raw meat. Don't eat raw meat. Make sure your meat is cooked. <laughs> At least 165 degrees for most things.
1: Thanks, surf safe. <laughs> Um, so I like, I like the, um, his little fish song from, from Two Towers is reprised here, um, Mm -hmm. in like a very creepy sort of way. Um, the, the up close shot of his, his gross little teeth are disgusting, but it adds to the whole aesthetic. Um, and I really am not a fan of the digital eyes in his, uh, like makeup face. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah,
2: it's a lot.
0: I think at the time, it looked better. Like, I I, I feel like most people at the time were like, wow. Mm. Yeah. Like, with a lot of effects in this movie, some of which haven't aged well. Like, Gollum was an incredible feat at the time, but there are places now where it just doesn't look that great. Mm. But that's because CGI technology has just gotten better.
1: I I think that, I mean, I know that they didn't want this this prologue to go for on, like, you know forever and ever but i think that there was one more step through like in the the evolution of his face makeup before yeah
0: i think there's there's an in-between step missing yeah there were they did three costumes for this they made three separate costumes for this scene Mm -hmm. and they're all like the same base and then just beat up in different ways that makes sense Mm -hmm. and like i i think i think richard taylor says or someone else in the design oh, commentary says
2: richard taylor. <laughs> that <they're>, I, th-
0: <laughs> I think they say there's five different wigs that he wears through this process wow that and this great. this took forever the full body prosthetic took forever to put on yeah. andy circus talks about being on set at like 3 30 in the morning
1: gross give the man an oscar
0: right come on come man.
1: on Cowards. i remember having the, like a similar rant when that last planet of the apes movie came out a couple of years ago <laughs> And we're like, we know he's not going to be nominated, but he deserves it.
0: Right. Right. Who won Best Actor that year? I don't know. I have know. Uh, no idea.
2: Best Supporting Actor? It would have been for Supporting Actor. Best Actor it was Sean Penn for Mystic River, which, fine, whatever. It was Tim Robbins for Mystic River, which, yeah, that was a good performance, I guess. Um, the other nominees were Alec Baldwin for The Cooler, Benicio Del Toro for 21 Grams. Um, Digimon Hansu in America, and Ken Watanabe for The Last Samurai. Oh man,
0: love me some Ken Watanabe.
2: <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. I think I would have ditched Tam and Alec for for Sean. We'll get to Sean. Don't worry, we'll get to Sean mm-hmm. for Sean and Andy. That's what I would have done.
0: I want to know who won Best Actor of the year War for Planet of the Apes came out.
2: Uh, the- um. What year was that? 2017. Oh, Kay- ew.
0: Casey Affleck? No. no. Boo! Oh! For what? Man- oh, Manchester by the Sea? Manchester that by the Sea. That,
2: that movie that... A where movie literally
0: looked- no one I know saw. No
2: one saw it. It made approximately $5. It was designed <laughs> to win Casey and Oscar, which it did. And I really don't understand... Why Brie Larson still has to, has to keep giving Oscars to trash people. Right? She's had to do it twice. Instead of
1: punching them in the face as Captain Marvel. Mm-mm. Because that's what we deserve.
0: Is <laughs> Casey Affleck Ben Affleck's brother? Yes. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Just And that's all I have to say did about ben Affleck, that. Did Ben Affleck write that movie? Uh, no. No. Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't write his his brother an Oscar an Oscar movie.
2: No, <laughs>
0: didn't didn't write his brother some Oscar bait. But Ben Affleck has a screenwriting Oscar. He
2: does, yeah. and you know what? He actually deserved it. I thought Girl Go Hunting is a very good movie. And they did a good job with it.
0: I remember how like mind blowing that was for people when that happened. It's just like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have have a screenwriting Oscar, yeah. <laughs> and then for a little while they just refused to let anybody forget. But uh, I think that's about all we have to say about minute six. Uh, so make sure that you go check out uh, Raiden on uh, that book was bonkers. Yes,
1: tell us about tell us about
2: that book that was so bonkers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a podcast where we discuss a historical book of some kind, um, like Candide or the Twelve Caesars or um, the Pillow Book. And discuss the historical context and how completely crazy it was. And it often is. Nice. And for J- for July, we are reading, because we're recording this in June. You guys are not going to hear this until September. But for July, I'm currently in the process of reading Hunchback of Notre Dame. Ooh. Good which luck. Which is a lot. Hugo has many, many yeah, words.
1: I, I am not a fan of, of the Hugo myself, so... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, li- I mean, like, it's a classic, but my condolences. <laughs> um, <laughs> Where can people find us?
0: People can find us on at the internet. Duelinggenre.com, along with a bunch of other dueling genre podcasts, like The Protagonist <laughs> Podcast, Doctor's Companion, Geek uh, by Night. Well,
1: Doctor's Companion, I don't know. As of this recording, we've taken an extended hiatus, just like the show, so.
0: <laughs> which is fine. You know, Geek by Night, Immunities. You can catch up on the backlog of Countdown to Infinity.
1: Spider-Man Minute is current right now. Yeah, Spider-Man
0: Minute Season 3. I don't know.
1: It's hard recording in the past and broadcasting in the future. We got to go
0: back to the future. That's (laughs) Check out the backlog of Back to the Future Minute if you haven't listened to that. (laughs) And uh, as always, uh, everyone have a great Tuesday.
2: Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. Monday. Still Monday.
0: I'm looking at the wrong line on our copy. It's fine. Go support us on Patreon.
1: <laughs> oh my god! It's good to be back. <laughs> right? Bye. Bye. Bye.